find your forte. Live your forte. Welcome to another Finding Your Forte podcast, it's Seeps once again and today I have a very special guest, someone that I've followed for a while and someone's creative journey that I've seen develop over a course of years and for me it's been quite a good thing that I've got them on in this particular episode considering the timing of things but um, I'm going to introduce them as Jojo. Jojo is a creative director I'd say in some respects. Um, who works for his own company called High Roller, but is also working on an event for Black History Month, um, which is known as Black in the Day. But without further ado, I'm going to pass it over. Jojo, how are you? Yeah, I'm blessed still. I'm good. So, how's your day been? Like, what's new? What's going on? Um, well, today, I had a little lay-in. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Not a 9am start, which was nice. Is that the life of a creative, or is it she's another 9am start? Um... <laughs> Kind of, yeah, kind of, but usually, I, I thought I was supposed to have a 9 a.m. start today, but I didn't, mm. but yeah, so okay. I just went to, um, just did some things regarding, um, Black in the Day, some earlier, then yeah. So what is Black in the Day, like, speak about it, what is it to you, why did it start, how did it start, yeah. Um, Black in the Day is obviously, like, it's, um, like a, a visual journey, well, the tagline is a visual journey for the Black Brit- British experience, but it's like, a, um, submission-based archive mm-hmm. so where people submit photos of their experience or their family's experience in living in the UK mm-hmm. so like it will build like a huge m- image of how mm-hmm. black people have lived in the UK so like we, we we're trying to aim for like as far back as possible but mm-hmm. right now the earliest we've got are pictures from the 70s okay do you know what I'm saying so that's still Four decades. Yo, listen, I went there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So four it's still it's still nice to see, you know. So like yeah, we're just that's what we're just trying to do. So we wanna make it like an educational platform so mm-hmm. like we can show this to like, you know, our kids or people in school and stuff. So just to boost representation because, you know, we don't really like I I don't know, there isn't much that says yo that your black people will decide where you live, especially like from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Some people even think black people live in the UK. Mm. Apart from social media, which just shows us in the current, mm-hmm. there's nothing that shows us across the the time, you know, well across the ages. Sorry, no, that's true. Yeah, there is. There's like I'm not saying there's no archives out there, mm. but like the thing with us is like it's a social one. It's like it's a personal thing. It's not by photographers yeah. or artists. This is like the real, like this is actual people, raves, you know, from what I'm the people by the yeah, people. Exactly. Yeah, I hear that. So what was like? What spawned that idea? Um, it was around this time last year, so um, I, I asked my friend Tanya, well, I met her around this time last year, anyway. okay. and um, so she's a, she's a poet, Tanya's a poet, mm-hmm. and then I was like, yo, um, let's like, work together, mm-hmm. and let's, 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 I, want, I, want to do, I want to do something for Black History Month, so do you mind like, writing a poem, and I was just do, like, work on the visual for it, so we got that cracking and everything. Then uh, shot the visual, didn't like it, shot it again, did kind of like it, but then somehow, somehow, didn't get released, you know. Is that a common thing for you to, like, do things and then not drop it? Oh, yeah, 100%. So are you, like, another person that tries to chase perfect? Yeah, kind of. Mixed with, like, laziness as well. 
Oh, so you admit you're lazy? Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I've got laziness about me, but you know what I'm saying? But um, it's, it's much better now, though, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So but, why is you not releasing? Because I feel like, from my experience of dealing with people who are videographers, photographers and whatnot, it's like, to get the work that they're doing for you or that's something that you'd want them to do, it's like squeezing blood out of a stone or something. Yeah. So what's it for you? What holds you back from dropping something? I think if it's just not good enough, do you know what I'm saying? But mm. then by whose standards? This is true. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's, I, I, I don't know. I have really high standards for myself, but at the same time, I'm still learning. Mm. So I need to like kind of like tell myself to chill out mm -hmm. and just get put it out there. Do you know what I'm saying? But there's a bunch of stuff like... Mm. I've done especially last year that's just never seen the light of day because I've just been like you know what it's not wavy anymore do you know what I'm saying true that's true but would you ever release any old work or have you released any old work um or is it just locked in the closet I've put them in a I put them in like a showreel okay but then the show I only showed that people only saw that showreel at um the High Roller Christmas Party last year. Okay. So, like, we had all the stuff we shot, like, everything, even stuff that nobody's seen before. Yeah. Just projected all night. So, like, oh. some people took notice, some people didn't really clock, but, yeah. That show, that, that video's still about, like, I okay. uploaded it one time, but, yeah. Cool. So, going back to, you know, you shooting for your friends, not getting there. Yeah. Now, fast forward to where did it get to the point where this idea developed for Black in the Day? Okay, yeah. So, it was February this year mm. that I, 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 I just messaged Tanya, like, yo, um, this, like, this poem, like, she just bring it back. Mm. And she's like, yeah, 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 let's, let's just make something happen. Mm. And I was like, we don't, have a, we don't even have a name for it. Mm. And then she, she, like, this is over WhatsApp, like, mm. I'm skipping some steps in it, but she <laughs> was just like, let's just call it Black in the Day. And I was mm. like, yo, that's, that's, that's fucking weird. Like, yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I and I suggested to her, I was like, yo, like, since you don't want, she said she didn't want to be in the visual too much. Mm. So I was like, you know what, let's just like use pictures of our parents mm. to supplement it, to supple supplement what you're saying. Mm. So then, yeah, I'm going to skip some more steps. Mm -hmm. And then somehow we just both were like, yo, like, we came up with this idea to just make an archive. And then, like, I remember I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yeah. what just happened is crazy. <laughs> I was bare shaking. I'm like, not shaking, but do you know what I mean? I just knew the gravity was just what happened. Yeah, no, definitely. Because I feel like even when you dropped that idea, it's feel like it resonated with so many people. And I feel like the advantage we have in this day and age is that we can meet people without leaving our doorstep. Yeah. And we can get things without leaving our doorstep. Yeah. So where before you had to maybe manually get a photo developed, yeah. now someone can scan it in their own yard Trust me, and man. email it across. So when I saw the idea, it was like, okay, cool. This is something different. Was your aim to be like a historian in some respects? Because that's what you're doing. You're marking history. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, like, to be... Like, sorry, I'm just saying, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> um, like, the first thing that we said, like, was like, yo, this is, like, legitimately for the culture. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, even though that phrase has been just, like, tossed yeah, around. Out, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But, yeah. like, yeah, like, it's legit for the, for the culture because yeah. it's, like, we realised that, like, the... the we can take it to like mad, mm -hmm. mad levels. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like then, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. Bad time. Sorry, I'm nervous. I'm I'm shy, man. I'm just, I'm just shy. So. But no, it's fine. Um, but in regards to, you know, doing it, setting it up, what kind of skills how do you bring to the table, or have you brought, have you required in order to make it work? Um. So yeah, all the visual stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah all the visual stuff like I'm not even a web designer but like I just did some bits with the website mm -hmm. 
but like yeah just all the visual stuff that's yeah, I feel like with you there's like a theme of like simplicity yeah like sometimes I'll be on TFL and I'll see something and it reminds me of your kind of work there's like a yeah. Something synonymous about how TFL styles are very simple sometimes. Yeah, yours is as well. Hey, TFL like mad inspired, like they're mad inspirational. Like for real, mm. like one of my biggest inspires. Is it? Yeah, like my dad used to work for London Underground. Ah, okay. This year, innit? Okay. And um, yeah, like so I've always been like a TFL baby. Like, yeah. So, yeah, their their art their art directional aesthetic is just mm. crazy. It's that. Next is that one of your, is that one of your main inspirations? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. So what else do you draw from for your inspiration? Um, say that again, sorry? What else do you draw from for your inspiration? Um, it's kind of hard to say because it's, 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 this sounds kind of like pretentious to say no, that no. nothing, but like um, it could be the most random thing. Like sometimes I might be walking with like my friends and I'd be like, oh, yo, like mm-hmm. look at that, like blah blah, blah look, that looks wavy. It's just the most randomest thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It could be just like like the design. It's other people. I don't have to, I don't have to explain it, but there isn't. I wouldn't say there's one particular artist, mm. do you know what I'm saying, or kind of group. So you draw for inspiration from everything? From basically. everything, really, anything that kind of like, that catches my eye, do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But then, at the same time, I would say like, stuff like the Bauhaus movement. Yeah. But really lightly, I don't really study it, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I just know that every time, every I can tell when something's inspired by Bauhaus, and mm-hmm. I understand like, the basic principles yeah. of the movement as well. I hear that, so... When it comes to you doing your design, how did you get into it? The way all of us got into it, man. Doing Pradakis. Ah, Pradakis. Doing Pradakis, bro. That's how everyone starts. Everyone, like, what? Have you always been known as, like, Jojo when it comes to Pradakis? Or did you have, like, a Pradaki name? Back then, I was even called Jojo, man. I was was called Joe. You know know what I'm saying? I was called Joe. Or, like, Sanoobstar. Sanoobstar, that was the main one. Like, I had that another name, Five Star Designs, Exclusive Designs. My own with CP Productions. Yes, that's, hey, anything, anything <laughs> with productions on the end, that was yeah. just like, that That just made you sound certified. Yeah, literally, like, MySpace yeah. layouts, productions using Photo Impact. Yeah, I, I never used Photo Impact. I never used Photo Impact? No, Photo Impact was my, like, my go-to, and then I upgraded yeah. to Photoshop after. I, 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 I literally, it was my uncle that gave me, like, some bootleg disc of Photoshop, CS2. Oh, is it? And, like, yeah, just banging up mad tutorials on PSD Yeah, Tuts. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All them, all them ones there, like, have Dizido or some shit. Like, so, yeah, so, it really started from there, basically. Yeah, man. That's what so, I'm how doing. did it develop? Was it a thing where you thought, like, this is my passion? Or? It was. Like, it was actually my passion at first. Then I, I, I did graphics at um, GCSE. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to do it. I wanted to do it A level, but my dad was like, "Nah, like my dad's African, so he was like, yo, you gotta do the maths, all that stuff in it." How did that make you feel? I was pissed, bro. Like yeah. I was mad pissed because I was thinking like, I don't really care about maths, mm. chemistry, biology, computing. Mm. Like I really decided I want to do like graphics and drama and stuff like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I was proper like love drama as well. So did you conform or did you rebel? Yeah, I conformed. Mm. Like I didn't rebel till like two thousand and four. 14, like late 2014, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I'll conform for many years. Do you, you know think, like, this This is a, probably a general question to ask, but do you think it's a common theme among, like, African households to kind of suppress a person, or particularly their child's creative outlets? Um, I don't think they do it intentionally. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they want the best, and, like, they know, they understand that to... to like the best is to get an education mm. and to get like a proper like a 
proper job. I hope you guys can hear the quotes. quotes. <laughs> I just did the quotes. But yeah, to do like to get a proper job, you know what I'm saying? Because like to them, they don't have knowledge about how much like being a creative pays. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? So all they know is like, okay, if you get a job as like a doctor or something, something like that. Mm. Like, that pays, you know what I'm saying? To be fair, well, a lot of the creative industries are quite new. Yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of things that have spawned with creativity in the digital age is because of technology. Yeah, exactly. But when they came over, it was still very, very yeah. practical. Like, yeah. everything was based on pragmatics and, you know, yeah. just being able to do a particular job from A to B. Yeah, exactly. And mm. I, I only learned to understand that, like, last year. Mm. Or, like, yeah, like, last year that, okay, they didn't know like any different so like they had the best interest in mind it's not like they completely but were you ever resentful yeah but like I'm over it now because mm. you know I'm doing what I want to do now do you know what I'm saying are they supportive now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's good yeah I'm not so gonna, yeah. from that and then coinciding with black in the day what have you seen submitted so far like what have you kind of gathered like what's been the woe moment for you um so far there's um, there's a couple themes. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, to the folks that we yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like for like you like right now the current themes that we've we've seen so far is like family life. So mm. I'm seeing a lot of people with their grandparents, mm. and like you know so like young infants with their grandparents. Yeah. So that's kind of like for me that's like oh, that's cool because my grandparents have never been to this country, you've never seen them. Oh wow. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like oh yeah that's like, that's cool like to me yeah. I'm like oh that's really cool like it looks I nice. I feel like like grandparents are an aspect that are underappreciated. Yeah. Nowadays like I don't think a lot of people got to experience their grandparents. Like for me, my grandmother is my life. Yeah. Like I put it before my mom. Yeah. So I feel like for a lot of people who haven't had that exposure to grandparents, they don't really realize how much value and wisdom and just wealth their yeah. grandparents hold yeah. do you know what I mean it's like I look at my nan and she's like 90 years old yeah. that's 9 decades of living you know it's crazy and when you think about what's happened in history in the last 9 decades she's seen a bunch of this stuff this is what I'm saying do you know what I mean but for us we've only seen the last 2 decades yeah. our parents have only seen maybe the last 4 or 5 Yeah. when our grandparents have seen even more than that yeah, it's crazy, man. So, and yeah. I feel like, like, if, if say you beef with your parents, like, mm. you can always go to your grandparents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're your parents before your parents. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, like I, I've always wished I could, I, I could have met my mm. grandparents. Unfortunately, when you got one of them left, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But hopefully, I get to meet her. Hopefully. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like, with the themes that we've seen, so we've seen a lot of like you know grandparents and their mm-hmm. grandchildren, seen a lot of um like. Ha- uh, family parties mm-hmm. so hall parties and house parties oh, okay. do you know what I'm saying so as Africans seeing hall parties it's mad mm-hmm. relatable <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean some of the house parties as well you see just like you know loads of family around mm-hmm. can relate as well mm-hmm. like family house parties especially like Nigerian ones yeah. Yeah. They, I remember growing up they were proper like they were proper lit because like say the person's got a big house mm-hmm. like the men will be in one room I remember there was one I got this particular memory probably does I remember there was like when I was younger there was one house party you had like three floors mm-hmm. and then like all the men were in one room watching like Premier League football yeah. I remember they said that they loved Alan Shearer Alan <laughs> Shearer like their Nigerians loved him off back then <laughs> and then all the ladies were in like around the kitchen the living room you know, yeah. doing the food and us kids were just doing mess around the whole house yeah. so like seeing some pictures that kind of bring back that kind of memory mm-hmm. that's cool as well mm. there's a couple holiday pictures as well mm. yeah so it's it's still it's, it's still like you know kind of premature right now it's mm-hmm. still small but as it as the archive grows and the submissions come in, mm-hmm. we might see more themes and just like more 
a bigger picture of things as well, especially from around the country as well. Yeah. Right now, it's kind of London-centric. Obviously. Do you find that quite difficult? Or do you find that with a lot of things are quite London-centric? Yeah, it's just the way it's country south, though, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's down to the actual, like, roots of the country. You know? yeah. The south has always been favoured. Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? that is true. That is true. Mm. But in terms of, like, the black experience, how hard is it for you to kind of tap into those outside of London experiences? Um, I mean, last week I actually started to reach out to, um, well, via people that I that I know. Mm. To I wanted to start reaching out to like you know places like Birmingham, mm. like Leeds. Well, Yorkshire's got like a couple black mm. communities there. Okay. Like Yorkshire, Bradford, not Yorkshire, Bradford, Leeds, Bradford. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, yeah, Birmingham, Manchester, even Bristol as well. Mm-hmm. Places like that. So I want to like you know, kind of reach out to people I know from there mm. to you know to see if we can do like a scan and social over there, trying to reach out to the local press as well. So it's kind of, it's it's easy on paper, but to actually go and do it, mm. like to, cause I need to find the right people. Yeah. I don't live there, I don't know what's really going down there. Yeah, you're ultimately a stranger. In, you know what I'm saying? In a, yeah. So, so in regards to that, the scan and social thing, what is that? Scan and social is kind of like half a party, half a like Dropbox. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So it's just basically people come through with their photos mm-hmm. and then just drop them in like our little uh, tray. Mm. They can go for like, like they can go have like go party, go out somewhere, come back, and we we'll just have their photos scanned in for them. Blah blah. blah. Mm. So it's a social thing. Like the last, well, the first one we had um, just ended last month, like a month today actually. Mm. But um, it was more of a thing where like. People, we had we had a couple of DJs, people with vibes, and some people were sharing pictures, swapping pictures, like talking about like just the pictures. Even some girl, she one of the pictures she brought, and another picture someone else brought. They were wearing the same dress. Oh wow! Like it was it was, it was pretty. Cool. <laughs> yeah. They were like, oh my gosh, like it was it was cool. Like, it was yeah. cool to see. That's you know a saying? surreal moment. Yeah, man. It's like when you hear those stories where like someone's in a picture of another person's picture, but they don't know each other. Yeah. You know, you... or even some girl came and she said, "Ah, oh, I'm in pictures with you. Like I've got pictures of me and you when we were younger." And I was like, "I, I don't know. I you. don't know who you are." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So hopefully she brings them to the next one because that was kind of like, "Yo, yeah, what the that's rest? crazy. That is crazy. That man. is crazy." Do you see that like a? Do you spend it? The submissions are more the African black experience or the Caribbean black? Oh, experience? it's fifty-fifty, man. Fifty-fifty. Yeah, fifty-fifty, big time. That's one thing I really wanted to make sure it was like a good balance. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Because coming from uni, like I used to be on ACS and and then I remember one of the main things people always said about ACS is more African oriented, orientated. Sorry. To be honest, it is. <sighs> to be to yeah. be honest, it is. Hey, I'm not disputing yeah, that. Do you know? I'm not disputing that. And I, I say this because I joined ACS yeah. at Bruno. Yeah. Like yeah, I joined. Mama. Yeah. But um, yeah, for me it was always it seemed like. It's understandable though. I mean, when you look at representation, you see more African young people at university. Yeah. Not to say that Caribbean people don't go to university, yeah. but proportionate wise, yeah. there's more Nigerians, yeah. Ghanaians, etc. Ultimately, they're going to then populate an ACS more. Yeah. And therefore, they're going to hold the positions of president, vice president, yeah. etc. So those that hold the position of power are going to have the influence of what yeah. ACS says. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it has a knock-on effect. So yeah. it is like that, but you know that's the way things go, yeah. unfortunately. But you never quite see 
The only time you see Caribbean element comes in is when they're dropping a rave and they put a bashment in. Yeah. That's the only or time. Or when like they're trying to cater food, when they're doing, they're sorting out catering. Yeah. That's one thing I always notice. And I, I didn't really like it because when I deeped it and I was mm. like, damn, yo, this is kind of true, you know, mm. because we can't keep leaving these, like we can't leave them out there. Mm. Like we're all like obviously here for the same thing, do you know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like ever since uni, I've always had that in mind. Like if I'm going to do something, I've never, like I've never even had like the intention to do something like this. Mm. Like, before this happened, mm-hmm. do you know what I'm saying? But like, when especially when this project came about, I was thinking, yo, it needs to be 50-50, purely mm-hmm. because of what I learned from working in ACS, mm-hmm. which I think ACS is amazing, guys. ACS has come a long <laughs> way. ACS is the sickest thing. Of what university time. did you go to? I went to Kingston. Are you in Kingston? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah notorious like, ACS. ACS is just like, it's, <laughs> yeah. such a, it's such a sick thing, like, honestly. Do you know what? I think someone said this, and it was a quite interesting point. They were like, do you know what? ACS is ultimately a safe space. A hundred percent. Yeah, it's ultimately a safe space. Listen, a hundred percent. Because you go, like, I remember going, like, in my class year, I did what I was doing engineering, like, mm. when I went there. And, oh, right. Yeah, man, sucked. Yeah. Like, everyone in my class, I was, I think, there was only two black guys in my class, mm. like, me and this other guy. Mm. Everyone else was, like, Asian, Arab. Mm. Yeah, Asian, Arab. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. So I was like, yo, like, it was kind of new, like, like getting to know them and mm-hmm. everything and hanging around with them. I even learned, you know, like, like some of their words mm-hmm. and stuff and just some, just, just learned, learned about them. Yeah. They're even the first people, like, I think, yeah, yeah. So like, anyway, yeah, I was about to say something, <laughs> something that I, should, I don't want to say, yeah. I don't want to touch on here. But um, yeah, so when I, when I went to ACS, even though I heard some negative things about mm-hmm. ACS, I went there and I was like, yo. This is like this is wavy. Like mm. there's everyone here is black and like all, like this is just like yeah. Safe it's an op- yeah, yeah. It's an opportunity for you to meet people that are like you. Yeah, exactly. You know? Know, exactly. I think after that first meeting and big up because back then Puddy, you know Daniel, yeah, Puddy, yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Puddy, he was the president then. Oh, okay. That's how I met him in it. So I was like, yo, I want to do this. Yeah. I remember I was like, I want to do this after 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 one meeting. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I want to do this ACF team. It's team. ACS is good, man. Nah, ACS is definitely good. I think, like, it also shows that how strong the black experience and black culture is. Bruh. Like, when it comes to ACS raves, Bruh. everyone from every other side is coming there. Bruh. This you is what I mean? so, too flagrant, man. You know, I mean, even at Bruno, like, Bruno used to have a bad rap for his ACS, like, before even I was there. Yeah. And then um, there was a person called Samuel who basically changed the whole um, dynamic of ACS, yeah. made it a lot more empowering. ACS was the lowest funded society yeah, to become one of the best funded ones because of he was able to draw in money yeah. from other places, you know, sponsorships and whatnot. That's the thing. I remember, like, I think it was, like, 2012-13 is when people started being like, yo, listen, we need to make this, make this thing, like, legit. It can't just be raves and events. You know what I'm saying? At first... But, well, there's nothing wrong with that. There, there Do you know what I feel like? This, is, this is coming from, like... The, the ethnic minority experience, right? I feel like we're always having to work harder and show that we're better when we don't have to. Yeah. And sometimes raving and sometimes throwing these social events is just our outlet. It's, yeah, it's just a, yeah. You know, uni stressful as it is. Yeah. And sometimes, yes, with ACS, you want to empower. Yes, you want to em- make people better and you want to provide opportunities and whatnot. But sometimes we cannot forget the present yeah. and we cannot forget that enjoying ourselves is a form of expression in yeah. itself and sometimes we can get so caught up oh, we need to do better we need to do better yeah. as people we need to do better as people when 
we're actually doing okay. We're doing, we're doing you know, all right. Like, we're doing okay, I, I, but I, I, we just need to enjoy doing okay as well, I rather had, than beating ourselves up. I had no um, I when I remember I was doing event, I was events manager, hmm. and um, I remember like the president was like, "You're big up Kaz though, man." We used to argue so much. <laughs> oh my! Hey, listen, me and Kaz used to beef. I messaged her like the other day, thinking, "Yo, like all that BS that we used to do is crazy." Yeah. But yeah, we're blessing me. But um, <laughs> um. I, she was like, oh, I want to get some of uh, these speakers in. And I was like, fuck the speakers, man. Mm. Like, we need to get, like, just the events and the parties back on, on mm. like, proper. Do you know what I'm saying? And she's like, nah, I need to bring the speakers in and all these signs, with careers, sign, sign. And I was just like, ugh. Like, when they first came in, yeah, I was like, nah, these people just waffling. Like, mm. They were actually just legit waffling. Some mm. guy just came there to just talk about his CV, basically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the kind of problem I had. But then... After observing like what ACS is, especially Nottingham, yeah, Nottingham and Warwick, yeah. Mm. After observing them, yeah, I understand it now. Like it's kind of important yeah. because they built a culture where it's like you have two sides. Mm. So you have the bit where people like can they get people in to help you mm-hmm. with like um, your life after uni. Yeah. And then they do events for Kate you whilst that. you. In, yeah. No, no, they, they do events whilst oh, to okay. enjoy whilst you're in uni. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I was like, yo, that's actually wavy. They have all these balls and stuff. Mm. And it's a proper, proper thing. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? And it's like me watching. I'm thinking, yo, like if I had this when I was in, when I was actually in uni, yeah, it would have been good. But I mean, I would say like I'm not saying I'm one of the people that started this off. But like I've I saw it before. I, I saw how ACS was before, mm. and I lived ACS before it became how it is now. So it's kind of good to see the progress. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear that. So speaking of events, so it's interesting that you say that you was events manager. Because you've had your own track record of doing events yeah. yourself. So the legendary Jojo party. Yeah. Speak about that. Like, was it just something that happened? Or like, what was your intention behind it? Because um, you've done quite a few. You did like, yeah, what, five, six? Six, six, six. Yeah. So It's um, basically, because I did events before when I was in, living in Essex, isn't it? Okay. So when I moved back to London, 2011 or 12, yeah, 2011, 12, I was like, okay, I want to have a party in London. But I didn't know anyone. Like, in London. I knew people I went to church with. I knew people I went to primary school with. Mm. But, like, because I'd lived out of London. I moved out in 2005. Okay. And I didn't really turn back. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, coming back in 2011, it's like, okay, I know no one. Yeah. Apart from people I've just seen on social media. Like, I think that's even the year I joined Black Twitter. <laughs> I was like, yo, there's a Black Twitter. I remember, it was so crazy. I was thinking, wow, there's a Black Twitter. Not even I joined Twitter. I joined Black Twitter. You know what I'm Twitter. saying? I, I, before, I was just on, like... Facebook. <laughs> no, I was on Twitter, but like I was just on like normal Twitter. Okay. People were just talking about their fucking dogs and shit. Oh, right. Do you know what I'm saying? But then Black Twitter was just like some funny area. Mm. But anyway, I was like, I want to do a party. I tried to do a house party in 2012. Mm. Then my dad just called me saying, yo, I'm coming to stay the night. And I was like, oh my days. I had to tell everyone to go back. It was so embarrassing. So then I think 2013, I was turning 21. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yo, I was, I'm just going to have a party. I'm just going to invite bare people off the timeline that I speak to and stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? How was that though? Because these are people you don't really know. This was, that's, that is a, that is a point. But this was people that I've been, okay, people I've been uni with and people I've met at parties. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So all the people that I've met at parties, because obviously 2012, 13, there was lots of Twitter parties. Yeah. Especially that Puddy had his, the, like his parties in Kingston, mm-hmm. the YOLO parties, mm-hmm. which are fucking legendary if you know Press Like. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm but no, the, if you know about all these parties, like yeah, there's a proper like it was proper social. Mm. So I met a lot of people from there. So when you see these people like 
like often at like you know parties mm. and then you're like okay when I, when I was doing my thing I was like oh, I'm just going to invite everyone I've met before so was this your way of kind of reconnecting with London yeah throwing these parties yeah yeah basically so I was thinking yo can I do this really I was kind of mm. shook I was that day I was mad nervous boy. but when you did Jojo 1 yeah man okay. I didn't even have a name for it I was just like it's my 21st and then I think the the venue that I had that had that did the uh, did the party yeah mm. they just said oh Jojo's barbecue upstairs and I was like I guess it. yeah. I guess. <laughs> so I just I just did it for hashtag sake just yeah. for people to search it. It feels like a lot of names you come across, you stumble across. Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it just comes <laughs> naturally, man. You know what I'm saying? But, but I guess that's what keeps it organic and that's what keeps me, it memorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as everyone's like, I remember seeing just JoJo as a hashtag in terms of your party. Yeah. When it came to two, three, four, yeah. five, and six. So yeah. it's interesting you say that. So yeah, from one, you threw your first one. Yeah. So one was really good because it's like. It was even it was more of a barbecue than mm. a party. So then, like people was like, "Yo, that was good." Like she do another one. And I was like, "Alright, cool." So I think it was the next year, like April, two thousand and fourteen, mm. and that was more like a house party vibe. Mm. It was in some basement, and I paid a lot of money for that basement. The basement was shit. Like if you went to JoJo's too, and you remember how shit the basement was. Like I paid a lot of money for that place. Like it was it was embarrassing the amount of money I paid for that place. Did you find it hard, like securing venues? Uh yeah. yeah. What do you think it is? Because you could be upfront and I because I've had it hard to yeah. secure venues. So. Listen, it got it got tough because some places I'll, I'll they'll be asking me, oh, what kind of music you're gonna play? I'll be like, oh yeah, like hip hop, R and B, and that's when like the, the correspondence will just really. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where I I, I just went, yeah, we're playing black music, black people, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, that sounds interesting. I was thinking. Yeah. But what's the difference? But that was that was just that that was just me being cheeky, yeah. though, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it got really annoying. Oh, so you know? did it to kind of I be shameless it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I did it just to like, you know, to see like okay, how, how they're gonna we can meet and how they're gonna react to this yeah. because every time I kept on saying hip hop R and B, they'll just start responding or they'd be like, Oh, it doesn't suit the venue or something. Yeah. It's not our type of vibe. I'm like, fuck your vibe, man. Yeah. Like we can like the one of the main the one of the one of the things about JoJo's as well is like I always wanted it to be like uh this 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 um what's it called? this flipping stereotype about you know black mm. people and just like parties it's always trouble like I've never had trouble with my parties mm. do you know what I'm saying like, what do you think that's down to because people aren't really on that note like, nah, nah, like, man, there's still places that people are still on that I don't know man it just happened I think maybe it's just the, the people I'm inviting mm. do you know what I'm saying but uh, people always told me they love the vibe mm. do you know what I'm saying that's what people always told me for me I stopped really, I actually stopped enjoying my parties like from like you stopped enjoying them yeah why did you stop enjoying them because I don't know I just like my friend John always gets onto me for saying that I get too stressed out yeah and me I'm a person you know like I'm usually like anxious and very like oh is everyone okay so yeah I don't really get to actually enjoy the enjoy it do you know what I'm saying the last one I did was yeah. number two and I was really drunk yeah that's the gift and the curse of events yeah. it's like you don't get to enjoy them but you get all the praise yeah. for other people enjoying them. Yeah. So then he's like, yeah, but I want to enjoy this too. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So that's why, that's why, that's why I kept on saying, oh yeah, it's cancelled, guys. I'm not doing it anymore mm. because I did really, I did really, really stop enjoying mm. doing it. Like I stopped. Like oh, I, was... I think the one thing I liked about, even though I've never been able to get into one, but that's a different story. Um, next one, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, if there is a next one. Hopefully, I'm hoping. Um, there's a but next it was one. actually the the posters. Yeah. The flyers, should I say. Like, each one was very different, but it was very you. Like, yeah. you could tell it was you. Yeah. 
Like, what was your thinking behind the posters? Or was that... Um, yeah. Or the flyer, should I say? Yeah, um... Like, I remember six because of the six rings. Yeah, yeah. Like, the Jordan six rings. No, that was, that was four. That was four? That was four, okay. yeah. yeah. But I, I kind of blurred out the, the rings. Ah, okay, yeah, okay, okay. That was four still. Oh, but, okay. um, basically, I think I started... Because I took a long break of graphic design because of some traumatic shit, but my dad, like, wiped the computer. So all my work oh, was that's gone. Emo- that's emotional. Was, bro, I was so emotional. Like, my condolences. Hey, listen, so... Any- you know what? I'll tell you a funny thing, yeah. My, my friends don't get to make me swear on my mum's life. They make me swear on my hard drive. Because they know how much yeah, my hard drive yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's a serious that's a serious curse, bro. Yeah. Because my thing crashed before. Yeah, like, no. Nah, two years ago. Trust me. I, I, was, I know that feeling. I was emotional. Yeah. Like, I was fully emotional, but every, everything pre-2012, mm. gone. Mm. Like, there's a black hole <laughs> <laughs> in, my, in the timeline of my life, yeah. honestly. Like, it's so sad. Like, it's actually so sad, but yeah. I took a long break and then uh, 2014 I did I did a quite a, a quick poster for mm. number two and I was like oh like people liked it and I was thinking you know what the fact that people like it it's kind of making me like doing it again mm. so I thought you know what number three I'm gonna make this I said I'm gonna call it the coolest party ever mm. so I got like people like Steve McQueen and the Blues Brothers like on the covers mm-hmm. and like yeah I there people that I thought they were cool in it mm. so um and I don't know like. I don't know what really, no, I know what it was. Tyler, Tyler the Creator, his lookbook for um, Golf Wang, 2014, the design on that mm-hmm. is what inspired me for JoJo's Freeze posters. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hell, the use of a Helvetica, mm-hmm. that's where it started for me as well. <laughs> yo, I know you're a typography yeah. kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it started for me. Like, I was like, yo, like, Tyler's wavy. Mm. I, never used to, I, never used to, I never used to take him in. Okay. So I was like, yo, this guy's a fucking genius, man. Mm. So I realised I need to catch people's attention. So I just started to like re, like just redo stuff people have seen before. So like the weekend, um, what's it called? Um, the House of Balloons. Yeah, House of Balloons yeah. cover. I just redid that for number three as well mm. and played on the whole thing with Thursday. It was on a Thursday. So, so you used, used familiarity. Yeah, to catch people's attention. So and then obviously even some things like we've just uh, we're playing on the number of the mm. party as well so for number four I did like a connect four kind mm. of thing I did um the, the four rings of Jordan yeah do you know what I'm saying so it's just to just to catch people's eyes really do you mm. know what I'm saying and it made me fall back in love with graphic design really so what made you fall out of was it that actual yeah, traumatic moment yeah, that made yeah, you fall out yeah yeah like wow. mad I was emotional man I was mad emotional <laughs> I was thinking nah like he said he fixed the computer I turn it on I'm like gone. yo where's everything at and he goes oh yeah I wiped it. I was like, what? <laughs> and I, cause I moved out them times. So I just came back for the summer. And yeah. I was like, nah. I was so, like, it was sad. I'm telling you, like everything. Like I had like, nah, like a lot of work, man. I feel you. Anything for me, my hard drive failed. This was 2010. So from no, was it 2010? No, it was way before that actually. And this was like my early life. Yeah. If that hard drive still existed and was still active. <sighs> You know I could ruin lives because the throwbacks I have, yeah. Listen, Bro. I could ruin lives. Ooh, even pictures of when we was young, yeah. Videos, oh, like it, it's, it was. But it was nah, a lot, there was a lot of stuff on that. But speak, you speak about social media a lot, and you speak about the significance of it to you. Now, in terms of you being who you are, your events, has it taught you anything about how to manage your brand online? Boy, I'm not even perfect, man. Mm. I, I I should do a lot better. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you think you don't do enough? Or what do you think you kind of I, I let get, your guard down about? I get too involved. 
you know what I'm saying? In what sense? Into topics? Or? Into topics, like, I should be more... At the same time, I do feel like... I don't know, I'm just really relaxed about things. I should, like, I think more... So you don't take yourself seriously? Yeah. Do you, do you wish you did take yourself more seriously? I'm starting to take myself a bit more seriously. Do you in know what a, I'm In a personal sense or in a business sense? Yeah, both. Because that, it's, it's weird because I don't really... Like, I do share some of my work here, but I don't really, like, advertise myself to, like, oh, hey, I want to work. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So you don't put it out there that you are this yeah. creative graphic designer? I want people to understand that. I, Why I, don't you put it out there? Because I, I feel like it's... <laughs> Never. Um, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've got, like, targets for myself. And Is I it don't... ego? No, it's not ego at all. Mm. I, think I, could, I could easily put it there. Yeah. I could easily say, yeah, this is what I do, what I do, what I do. Mm. But at the same time, I feel like... I just want people to understand. Like, I want people to see my name and know. Do you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I don't, I'm not really... Um, I'm not even like... I'm not, a speci- I'm not a specialist in none of that stuff. I'm not, free, I'm not a polished article yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but then I think none of us are. That's, that's just... For, for me, yeah, I, that's, how I, that's how I am. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, none of us are polished. Like... I said this um, with Chike, I think yeah. you might know. Um, I, like, we were talking about the whole aspect of like perfect, and we was like, listen, like, we're born perfect, yeah. and then we grow up with imperfections. Yeah. But we're chasing perfect once again. Yeah, true. I, like, I actually listened to that. You know? And um, it's the same thing. Like, I think, in your respect, I think maybe ambiguity works to your advantage. Yeah. Where people don't know what you do, they're always going to ask, so what do you do? Yeah. Rather than them defining you as a graphic designer yeah. or as a videographer or whatever maybe they can. Yeah, and that's the thing. Some people know me for one. Mm. Some people know like some people know me as a graphic designer, some as like, a videographer, some as a... What do you dad. want to be known as? <sighs> well, that's, that's the thing. Like I still don't even know yet. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Now, I want to be known as a filmmaker, man. So that is your that, that's, that's the final. That's the yeah. final thing, man. Do you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, all these things that I do now, I'm gonna I'm putting them into one place. So like with Black in a Day, mm-hmm. we're gonna be making like documentaries and films. Okay. We have, we're having events. So it's actually bit. bigger than just being an artist. Oh, it's bigger than that. You know. So what, what else you've got involved in it? Like we wanted, like I said, like an educational platform. Yeah. We're, we're looking at having exhibitions and stuff in the future. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then stuff like High Roller Co as well. Like that's just like the creative side of me, like, that's me and my, my friends, so mm. we, like, it might seem like it's dormant right now, like, mm-hmm. you asked me before, is it still on, like, it's just changed from what it came out, mm. it came out at first, so all the creative stuff I do for people, the invoices have high roller core in it, so that's what it is, do you know what I'm saying, so it's more like, right now, it's so like a creative agency kind of thing, yeah, like, it's not big time, but we're still surviving. Listen, you're doing something, man. Yeah. Stop turning something into nothing. No. Um, but in regards to high roller, you say that you do it with you and you and your friends. Yeah. Would you say that being around other creatives is a good thing, or do you see any drawbacks to it? Uh, no drawbacks, man. Cause apart from stuff like you know ego, mm. you know, but like that that comes with it anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's good because like sometimes I I might see something mm-hmm. and I want to share it with someone and I like. I know who to share it with. Do you know what I'm saying? I know he will get it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes there's some things like you could be talking to someone, you see something, and you're like, oh, they won't really get it. Mm. And that's no, that's no shame on them. Mm-hmm. They just probably won't really get it too tough. Do you know what I'm saying? And the conversation won't really go into that much detail. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's like 
having my my guys around me so we can discuss and we can draw inspiration from something or mm. we can critique it blah blah do you know what i mean so like we used to have a studio last year it was really fun yeah like, proper fun so sometimes just spend you know just hours in there just chilling just messing around just watching stuff for inspiration just trying stuff out that we've seen mm. you know so it's good it's it's it's, it's for me it's good fun do you enjoy around. do you enjoy the trial and error process yeah you enjoy that yeah yeah, hundred yeah. percent. That's what, that's what, that's what the whole the whole journey's been, you know. Trial and error. Yeah, man. That's yeah. what it's all been, and yeah, it's fun, man. It's so, fun still. With like the reason why I ask in terms of working with your friends is, a we know that sometimes working with your friends can be a bad thing because obviously you've got conflict of personalities and whatnot. Yeah. But as a creative person, do you feel like because you're all the same, there isn't that kind of opposite in the group or is there an opposite within the group um so say for example i'll draw an example um me and my business partner i'm more the routine regiment one i'm the you know i'm the money-minded one i'm the numbers you know i'm everything about pragmatism he's a lot more extroverted you know he doesn't run on time time runs on him kind of thing like Mm. he defines what his time means and like he's much more all over the place in some way. Impulsive is probably the best word. So there's a conflict there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I can take him, I can bring the best of what I have yeah. and draw it to him. With him being social, he can make me more social. Yeah. So there's like a, there's a an opposite, but there's it comes together to be complementary. Yeah. Within High Roller, is it all that you're all kind of the same personality meshed together? Nah, because like you've got people like Stefan. Stefan's much more quiet, but he's, he's someone that's focused. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, like I, I say I'm, I'm an introvert, but when it comes, like, I, I don't know, I could be both. Mm. Sometimes I could just be out there, just be like, mm. you know, doing doing a lot of talking, yeah. entertaining and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas someone like Stefan will probably be more chilled out, more just like, you know, let's just get this shit done, he does this shit, you got people Are you like, good with deadlines? I've become better. Okay. Oh, uh, last year I was horrible, horrible, but this year I've actually, like, knuckled down. Because that's probably my biggest gripe. Yeah. When asking someone that does something with a creative background, yeah, I getting something that. done by a deadline, oh, ah, yeah. the amount of battles I've had. Even when you're paying, yeah. and I think that's the biggest gripe is that listen, this is your money on the line. Hey, uh, it's it's like let's just say. Uh, What's been your worst deadline management? What project have you managed the worst? <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is so crazy. Um, damn. <laughs> I think maybe like, like, three months. Yeah. Three months. So it took you three months to complete something. Yeah. But how much time did you really need for it? The thing is, yeah, there was a certain parameter. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, I I was just like really, I was really busy. Yeah. You know, like life this, got in the way. Yeah. This the the thing. This was like a free thing. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? And then. Do you find that the motivation is different? Yeah, because like, and it's it's kind of sucky, but yeah, if if someone's paying me, I don't I don't really I don't take the piss as much. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's that's even mad <laughs> to say that you don't take the piss, but yeah, nah. Like last year, I was I was more irresponsible last year. I would say that for real. Do you know what I'm saying? That like, last year, I was just more like you know out here just doing that. Like, yeah, man, mm-hmm. social, social, but all yeah. that stuff. And then just be making hella excuses. And then it got to a point where I was like, yo, this is a bit mad. Like, mm. I could really... 
just like someone could I could do it to the wrong person they could just fucking finish me do you yeah. know what I'm saying so I was thinking yo to just protect myself I need to you know knuckle, knuckle down. down do you know what I'm saying yeah. but yeah like there was one thing it took me like three months to do and what was annoying was that like I did it in a day but you took you three months to deliver yeah yeah because like I was actually just trying to like I was busy like trying to make money as well because mm. where I do it full time I just got to try and make as much money as possible oh so you do creative yeah you do your great stuff full time yeah so I was just telling the person that yo like I got shit to pay for mm. I was trying to pay for some like school fees and I was doing like a foundation course last year mm. and like it was it was yeah looking back on it I should have handled the situation better mm. I, you know what I'm saying but do you think you ever underprice yourself oh uh, yeah but you've got to underprice you've got to underprice yourself hey bro like <laughs> listen because the thing is like uh, this is this this is the biggest issue I've got here. Yeah. People will be like they say all the niceties. Mm-hmm. Oh, then, you're sick! You're amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like when it comes to talking money, they'll be like, "Oh, I can't. Oh, it's too much." But it's like, okay, fair enough. You can't afford it. But it's like I've got like it's 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 kind of sucky because like if I say if this if if I don't compromise, I don't make no money at all. It's better to make fifty pound than to not make a hundred pound at all. Do you know what I'm saying? I hear that. And that's the compromise I've got to make, but I need to make the transition into the wider world yeah. of clientele. Do you think you've pigeonholed yourself in some respects, in terms of the work you do? Um, I say that's, that... That's one of the reasons yeah. why I don't have any uh, contact information on social media. Why? Because I don't want to pigeonhole myself. You don't want to pigeonhole yourself? Okay, what I mean by pigeonhole is like, do you feel like you only cater to a urban black yeah. London demographic? Yeah. And you don't want to do that? It's not like I don't want to do that. I like, I, I want to help people grow. Mm. But at, at this moment in time, not a lot of people have the actual uh, disposable mm. income, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To really like, for us to like proper like do business, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I still, like, it's not like I'm just moving, like, oh, like, arrogant and stuff, you know what I mean? I still want to help people grow. I still want to work with people. But it's just that I feel like for how I need to fund my life, mm. it's it's just like I wish, you know, people would pay more. Do you know what I'm saying? But like, So has anyone approached you on a business tip or for their business for you to do something for? And you've kind of then looked at their proposal and felt like it was unprofessional. Or the way they've approached you was unprofessional. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not really a fan of this. Uh, well, at the level I'm at, yeah. I'm, I'm not really like too fast on our professionalism, professionalism and stuff. I'm okay. not too. I'm not really too fast about it. That's just. That's just. That's all extra to me. But has anyone ever mugged it? When you say mugged it, what do you mean? Like mugged it, like disrespected in terms of how they may have approached you, or like maybe how they've. You've done something for them, and they've kind of, just, you know blindsided it and just been like you know this is not great or you know this is what I was expecting or like Dave uh, <laughs> well <laughs> um, yeah but it's, it's part of the game man mm. you know what I'm saying like not everyone's gonna like your shit you know what I'm saying you like mm. you got you in this thing you really gotta like learn how to accept no you know what I'm saying like oh like oh it's not great oh it's not good like try harder do better do you know what I'm saying has that is there been an experience that's humbled you in that respect? Um, not, mm, not just yet. Like, not, I won't say a full-time humble. Mm. I would just say, like, oh, my, like, one of my friends told me that I know you could do better than this. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about a client. 
but he was a client at the same oh, time. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. He was a client, so yeah. he was like, "I know you can do better than this." Like, yeah. I know you. So that was kind of like a soft, kind of like push. Constructive you know in some. Yeah, sense. yeah, yeah. Or like more time, people just say, "Yeah, I'm not really feeling it. It doesn't mm. really work for me." Do you know what I'm saying? That's the usual like soft way of letting someone down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, like um, what you said about when someone sends you, uh, tells me like sends me some some work and stuff, like yeah. a brief or something. Yeah. I've learned to like say no to stuff though. Okay. That's one thing. It's, I think just a bit of advice though. Like don't need, you don't need to take on everything that that That's comes true. your way. Like because yeah. if you if you don't like something and it makes you unhappy, you're not gonna make something nice. Mm. You'll just be complaining about it the whole time that oh, I'm doing this fucking shit thing. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have to do it. Like you can say no. You can say that oh you're not interested in doing it. Mm-hmm. There's no harm in doing that because you know it's your time. This is true. This is true. It is your time. It's your time, man. I think you being selective in terms of what you do. I think, again, it goes back to that compromise element. Like, if you want to get paid £50, you can change the £100, but yeah. then you can be making £50 doing yeah. something you don't love. Yeah. And a lot of people do that, unfortunately. Yeah. But, you know, saying no is a key thing that a lot of us don't say enough. Yeah. Or sometimes we say no for the wrong reason. I think we say no because we were waiting for that perfect opportunity yeah that's what Fing said that's what um, Chike said yeah. waiting for that easy yeah do you know what I'm saying so that's another thing like don't just wait for someone like with a hundred like well, 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 don't wait for someone <laughs> yeah. big to like you know hollow you because more time when someone big does hollow you it's like it's never guaranteed man until yeah. they put that money in your account it's not guaranteed and uh, sometimes as well they'll just come in at you oh, do you want to work for free blah blah and they might work with you once and not work with you again. Like, I've, I've experienced that with mm. some big people. Like, no, no. Big people like what? Like, just, Who should I say? Oh, no names, man, no names. <laughs> no no names. names. You know, no, like, no malice, no hard feelings. But it's like, the first time I worked with someone big, I was like, oh, this is so sick. Yeah. And then, then like, I didn't hear from, hear from them after a while. And, I, and it, it, I took it the wrong way. I was yeah. bitter for ages. Yeah. But then I just told the person, I was like, yo, man, like, you hurt me, bro. <laughs> like, man. I thought it was gonna work and shit. Like, damn. And he goes, oh, oh sorry, it's, not, it's my bad. Like, sometimes. Sounds like a break off. Hey, fam, it was a mosh. <laughs> but I felt like it's just good to talk things out, man. You know what I'm saying? Just tell someone, like, how you really feel about what happened. Yeah. But yeah, like, the first time I worked with someone and they let me down, or someone big and they let me down, I took it hard, man. Mm. I was like, yo, fuck that person, man. Have you only had any low moments beyond that. that? So, like, a low moment during your journey? Um, there's just times. Where you're thinking, oh, like, I feel like there's a glass ceiling. Do you know what I'm saying? In what respect? Like, you can see the, you can see the next stage. Yeah. But you can't go to it. So it's like, what do I need to get there? Like, it's annoying. In regards to you being a designer? Yeah, or... like, just to progress and stuff. Do you okay. know what I'm saying? Like, like to sometimes I've just been thinking, like, damn, like, like, I'm seeing some shit happen. I'm like, yo, like, I could fully do this. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Mm. But... I might not put myself out there enough. Is it not my time yet? Do you know what I'm saying? Like I can see the next step, mm. but I can't really get there, and it's like it's kind of frustrating, mm. and it's kind of, it, it can it can fuck you up because then there were times where I was starting to like, I felt like the need to always post shit all the time, and overcompensate. Yeah, and I was just then I realized yo I'm putting some trash out. Man, mm. You know what I'm saying? And obviously we all work on fucking we all work on likes and retweets and, and this thing. Do you know what I'm saying? How do you feel about that? Because I feel like a lot of people don't share their stuff yeah. because they feel like 
what's 100 likes going to do for me? The thing is, 100 likes, yeah, out of that 100 likes, yeah, actually, well, with likes, it depends what platform, because likes on Twitter don't really mean nothing. Mm. Retweets on Twitter, it can propel you, like, you, someone might see that. Yeah. Like, this is not even a thing, like, we could pretend that, oh, yeah, it doesn't mean nothing, but, yo, it does. The you power's viral, when like, something goes viral. Exactly. Yeah. From, okay, I'll give you an example for Black in the Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had an article written by a flipping Gouda magazine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, off that article alone, like the amount of people that reached out to us, mm-hmm. like like I'm talking like elder stateswomen. Really? Like white people, like legit like white <laughs> people that work in big offices yeah, yeah. and government agencies and stuff like that yeah. with, mon- like, with money to spend on stuff. Yeah. I was like, off this one article, all these people were just hollering us. It's crazy. You know, obviously I had to take it with a pinch of salt because mm. there's also a, a sense of, you know, like, these people could be vultures. You know what I'm saying? But at the Ultimate. same time, yeah. this is only, this is purely, off, this is just because of a of a article that was posted on Twitter. Yeah. Because they cited that they saw it on Twitter. They mm. said that I saw this on Twitter. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? So that's when I was like, yo, listen, I could pretend that this doesn't really, mm. it doesn't really ma- matter much, but it does low-key. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? There's even other people that say, oh, yeah, I've seen your stuff on Twitter, blah, blah, blah. So, like, it does help a lot, man. Mm. I feel like, you know, you should always um, never be too shy, man. Don't really, like, you know, you said that some people don't want to put their stuff on. Yeah. I'd just say, like, just post your shit, man, you mm. know, because you never know, like, who's going to like it. But just know? don't overpost your stuff. Yeah, don't overpost your <laughs> shit, man, and just... You know, but the thing is, you got to be like, you got to be confident. I, I, I wouldn't say seek out the, 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 the appraisal. Mm. Don't seek, don't seek appraisal. That's, that's, that's the next thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I've seen some people do like, oh, like nobody fucks with my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I should be getting more likes. This mm. deserve more likes. It's like yo, take it easy, man. That's you ego, know? you know. You know that's what I'm saying? Ego. Like this, this, it will happen if it's supposed to happen or people. You like, seem like a person that's quiet oriented around destiny and like you know my time will come yeah. you know the stars must align do you think that comes from a religious upbringing oh yeah 100 percent, 100% man's christian and that so yeah. how would you say your faith has influenced your skill your talent um, your journey really because like you know me i'm a person i'll go to spiritual church you know mm-hmm. the white garment pick up the, my fellow white garment <laughs> listeners do you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I've always just kind of been, I've always understood like, paths and mm. destiny and stuff, you mm-hmm. know? I don't know, like, I always, like, there's sometimes where I just feel low and then maybe like at church I'll read something and you'll just like, read something in the Bible and just be like, yo, like, that's boosted me right up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And yeah, like, it's it helps, man, like, my faith does help because there's, there's plenty of low points and I do have plenty of low points myself mm. so it does really kind of like you know re, re refocuses me what do you think of religious imagery then that's used like take for example weekend's new video starboy i haven't seen it you know watch it um it's an interesting video with a lot of religious iconography and yeah. etc imagery yeah what do you think of like these elements of religion being used in designing stuff like yeah. It's all about kind of showing people what they're used to, you know, that kind of familiarity kind of thing. Mm. So that's how you pique someone's interest when you show show them something that they're familiar with. Do you think it's blasphemous though? Boy, it's 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 it's, it's lame. Mm. It's lame, man. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of lame because it's like 
you're you're not really trying, man. You so do you think it's using religious imagery is probably not the lowest easy. form? Yeah, but, but it's just easy. Like, do you know what mm. I'm saying? It's just easy. It's easy, man. I don't, I don't really fuck with that kind of shit, mm. man. Nah, I don't really, you know. So it's not necessarily you don't disagree with it. It's just the fact you just think it's an easy way yeah, of Yeah, it's easy. It. But it's like, the thing is, yeah, like, we're so deep in this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not going to end anytime soon. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I just think, when I see that kind of shit, I'm just like, boy, I can have a moan, but my, my, all my moan is not going to go anywhere. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I just, just rather just let them do what they want to do. Mm. You know yeah. But a bit of an, a tangent question, but it's always interesting to kind of get that perspective. But like, with design in particular, you do tend to see Christian imagery more so than other religions. Yeah. I think after Christianity, it will probably be Hinduism from hundred percent. You know. How do you feel about that? It's an interesting question to ask. Um, do you know what? I think it's discomforting at times, but. At the same time, I see it as an embracing element as well. Yeah. I think with Hinduism, with it being very colourful, very hippie-like, with it being all oriented around the whole hippie movement, yeah. I can see why people gravitate towards it. Um, I just wh- Whenever I say someone should do something that is outside of their culture, understand it. So then when someone does check you on it, yeah. you've, got, you you've got the basis. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's just more so what it's down to. Like, yeah. If you're going to dress up as Shiva, for example, and the Hindu god for that matter, I want you to know what Shiva means. Yeah. So then if I stick it on you and be like, why are you dressing up as like one of our Hindu deities? You can be like, well, I want it to reflect, you know, the, the destruction element of Shiva, la, 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 la. And I'll be like, do you know what? Cool. I'll give you your black because you've given me your perspective on it. Yeah. It's going to be... The, religion's always going to be that sacred ground that people are going to find disrespectful. Yeah. And I think with religion being so tied to culture, I feel like it's the only thing that we have a monopoly over as people, particularly when you're a minority. Yeah. And sometimes, even though all people from all walks of life follow Christianity, I feel like Christianity from a particular lens is followed in a particular way by a particular group of people. And in order, you need to hold on to that. Because yeah. that's what keeps it sacred. And I think that's the monopoly you have. That's the way you keep your currency yeah. within your religion. Yeah. And I think that's the same with me Hindus. And it's like, for me, I don't mind you experimenting with it, but just do it in a tasteful way. Yeah, don't, don't, don't just fucking bastardize it. Or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I hate when things are bastardized. Yeah. You know, and it's things like that. Like, for me, like, the bindi's been bastardized. Uh, and I'm just like, it's... Yeah, it's, that's just, that's just a mess, man. Yeah. So That's just a mess. It, those kind of things yeah. I can get. But more than anything, with you and where you are so far, how much do you think your faith has helped you? Oh, it's helped me there, man. It's, uh, i got to thank God to everything, man. Mm. Everything good that happens, man. You know what I'm saying? i just got to thank God because it's like, it always happens when I'm feeling the lowest. Like I'm, think, I'm thinking like, damn, like, and I'm always praying like, oh... I pray for clarity and stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Clarity is what I pray pray for a lot because sometimes I'm just bare confused, like in terms I, of where to go. Yeah, where to go, what to do. You know what I'm saying? And then well, that's like, just I just yeah. somehow I just get the right message. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, like a so. lot of young people now are going through a quarter life crisis, yeah. and it's like sure. existential crisis in a sense. We don't know where we are, what we're doing, yeah. where we're going, it's and mad. 
it causes a lot of anxiety. Oh, bro, it's crazy. Yeah, a, a lot of anxiety. And it's crazy. Sometimes you need those moments, be it faith, be it meditation, mm. be it whatever it makes that's your vice or that's your outlet to kind of realign yourself to be in that kind of peaceful medium. Yeah. So then you can see that clarity that you speak of. Yeah. I feel like when you're in those mid-20s, early, mid-20s, late-20s, it's like, with life coming thick and fast at you now. Shit's changed me, man. You know, you need to, like, have focus, but it's hard to get focus yeah. when life is in so disarray. Trust me, man. But what do you see for yourself going forward? Like, what is the... The 12... I would say, let's say the 12, 18-month 18, 18 plan. Rather um, than saying five years down the line. I mean, like in the day, we'll continue to grow. So, so what's the first step of it going? We will have... Um, I think we'll just... Right now, we're just trying to, you know, like, set the ground. What was that the right word? Anyway, I'm just trying to... We're just trying to... Like, lay the foundation. Lay the foundation. Yeah. <laughs> it was even that word, but, yeah, I'll go with lay the foundation yeah. with the scanning socials, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just to build the archive, because we found it's kind of hard to mm. get people to email stuff. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? So, like, the, but the scanning social, the first one we had, we had over 100 submissions. Was it free? Oh, it's free. It's yeah. always free. Always free, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So like, um, the scanning social was like over hundred pictures. So mm. the next couple ones, we're having like three this mm. month. One of the fourteenth in Brick Lane, uh, Dark Sugars in Brick Lane. Mm. So some, it's a black owned chocolate shop, proper nice place. Yeah, I've been there. So nice, isn't it? Really. And we go in and you smell, you smell just you like you smell cocoa. Ah, oh. so nice. Got one of the twenty sixth in a uh, Hackney. That's more just for like hacking, but that's kind of like a low-key one. Mm. And then on the 28th, we've got one at the V&A, which is going to be like the fun one as well. V&A, so, that's, that's, that's big. Yes. Yeah, I listen, that's why I said off that Gaud, it's Gaud, big up Gaudem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big up Gaudem. Amazing. But 14th is the main one you guys should come to yeah. for now. Then the 28th as well, but for the Hackney people, the 26th is good. Oh, but you'll see all this on, on the internet anyway. Yeah, definitely. But well, yeah, like just so, so that's step one. That's step one. What's yeah. step two? Visual content. Okay. You know what I'm saying? A lot of documentaries. I want to see more of your visual content. I feel like I don't see that enough. Yeah, you don't. I've been learning. Yeah. I've spent the whole year learning. So you're, you're working on your craft? Yeah, man. I'm I think that's one thing I'd like to see more from you, yeah. is the visual aspects from a... Yeah, I'd love to see yeah. that more. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been like proper. Like, I've been... Really shy. I don't even lie to you. Mm. I've worked on a few bits, like maybe like twenty second videos, mm. thirty second videos, just with friends. But I mean, this year I've really like put a pause on making videos because mm. it's like I'm just trying to learn. I, I don't want to be. I just want to really learn. But um, yeah, visual content probably an exhibition next year as well. Mm -hmm. You'll see more. You'll see a resurgence of like high roll, especially music wise as mm. well. So yeah, that's the next twelve eighteen months. I hear that. So yeah. where can people find you then? Yeah, just find me on Twitter. And, uh, What's your Twitter? You? My Twitter is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, JojoLDN. So J-O-J-O-L-D-N. Same with Instagram as well. Mm. Yeah. And what about Black in the Day? Where can they follow oh, Yeah, Black in the Day. So it's, uh, you can follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram. The handle is BLK in the day. So black in the day, but just take away the A and the C from the word black. So BLK in the day. Cool. Yeah. That's good. Um, but yeah, as always, it's lovely oh, to have oh, you. Oh, oh shit, sorry. The website is all blackinthedale.co.uk if you ever want to read upon what the the project's about, the next events. Yeah, so blackinthedale.co.uk. And if you want to submit as well. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to post all the links as well, so don't yeah, worry. You know, I'll do the plug-in. 
as necessary. Safe, 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 safe. But yeah, man, it's been good to have you. Yeah, it's been all. dope to chop it up. Like, I feel like I've learned not only about the process, but I've learned about just your journey so far personally. And I think because you are quite discreet about you, yeah, it's, got, it's good to kind of document it. Yeah. And I guess in the same way you're doing an archive, this, this is, is our, yeah, this exactly. is our I want to listen to this in like 10 years, like, oh shit, yeah, that was me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, thank you so much for being yeah, part no, of my thanks archive. For having me, man. Um, but yeah, definitely all the best with Black in the Day and everything yeah, you can go forward. I'll post, I'll repost whatever I can. But yeah, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Safe, man. And yeah, that's another episode of Finding Your Forte. And as always, find your forte, live your forte, and love your forte. Oh! Yo. Find your forte. Live your forte.